it's Audi over here, and with me I have Sos. And we are back with it's your boy. Oh gosh, we are back <laughs> with another episode of the Good Bad Gang podcast, where we talk about every and anything. There are no limits. Whatever is out there, we're gonna be sure we're gonna speak about it. Someone asked on Twitter, "Man, how did you find out your partner was cheating on you?" And boy, there were a lot of hilarious stories. And for those who are wondering where on Twitter, it was Nigerian Twitter, so not everybody might have seen it. But I like what someone said. Someone said men get treated like trash too, but we don't come crying to the timeline after every heartbreak. Because honestly, all the answers were, they were gruesome, you know, and I thought, man, women are harsh. So it just made me wonder, why, why is there always, you know, drama about men cheating on women, but then when women cheat on men, it doesn't seem to get as much traction. Because I saw some of the comments, and even I felt sorry for the guys. There were guys who were being used as placeholders, so the main guy that the chick wanted came. There was a woman who almost used the money, not almost, yeah, she asked her boyfriend for money for them to buy land, that she had seen land somewhere. And apparently this girl was going to put it as part of the money towards her wedding to another guy. If the guy had given her the money, his money would have sponsored somebody else's wedding. And this lady went ahead, got married, and the poor guy was getting congratulatory messages because people thought obviously he had gotten married. So there were so many stories. Someone running into his girlfriend, sleeping with another person. It just made me sad. I think my heart was broken for some people because I'm just thinking, wow. I don't know if, I mean, guys cheating, we've heard stories that have been crazy too. But to think that women could go to the extent that they did in that thread, it just, you know, it just kind of floored me. Yeah, fraud seems to be my word for today, but yeah, it really floored me. I know you guys are on Twitter shouting men are scum, so I don't understand them, how it's floored. Because men don't, at least, at least culturally, we're supposed to, how do say, be a man, you know, keep it all inside and stuff like that. So, but anyway, for me, this was, I think this was like one of the funniest ones that I that I, I saw in the trend. And it was kind of kind of funny, essentially seeing all Nigerian men, at least the Twitter, we know what percentage of that is the whole population, but just Nigerian guys on Twitter and everybody just like recounting their story. But this, I found this one hilarious. So I think this is um, at Apachino J. He was like, um, so I decided to, so I decided to pay high surprise visit. Came into town and went straight to her house. Gate was wide open, open gate man room to find out why it was open. See gate man pounding my girlfriend like pounded jam. I just closed the door and left. She later sent me a text saying the gate man used drugs on her. She's history now. So this to me, that's like out of a movie. Like you see, you come to surprise your girlfriend, the gate is open. Like, oh. Ah, when you say, ah, get man, why is the gate open? And you see the get man, like, doing it with your girlfriend. I mean, that, like, blew my mind. I'm I don't know why you're surprising your girlfriend. Mostly because, you know, you've said something like this before about why should a girl go and surprise her boyfriend. So why did he go and surprise his girlfriend? I don't understand. I'm not what, 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 I'm what, not what, is, what is the argument here? I'm not advocating her cheating. Or, but why did you say, why did, why did he go and surprise her? You know, I, because I've had this conversation with you. I remember. I actually remember this clear as day. And I said, oh, what if your girlfriend gets surprised? And you're like, why? Why is she coming to surprise me? This is why people see things they should not see. Why did he go? I didn't who say, said, I who didn't, said who If you're going to quote me, quote me correctly. I never said why this happened. Yeah, because I, I brought up 
it was a case like this and you were like why did the girl go and surprise him yeah, why did he go and surprise his girlfriend uh, what, what do you mean by it? the guy lives out of town oh, he's so coming come with her he came to see it's alright for a guy to go and surprise so, his girlfriend so this, see, this, 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 is exactly, this is exactly why to go and surprise this, this is exactly why men keep all this stuff to themselves and you say men are strong was a simple question it's a surprise surprise is supposed to be good the guy lives out of town she's so excited oh my god yeah, back in town not for him to come back and find the, the get man pounding and for to send a text saying what? that it's jazz this is a this is a false narrative we're building here it's let's, not, let's deal with the man's I'm pain is, this, if it's okay for a guy to surprise his girlfriend this, then it should be okay for a girl this to is surprise a, her boyfriend this, right? this, this is an all lives matter argument when we're talking about yeah, black when we're talking about black lives matter now yes all we're not lives talking, matter you don't go you don't go you don't go to a breast you don't go to a breast cancer um, uh, work saying what about colon cancer work let's deal with breast cancer oh so we shouldn't deal with girls surprising their boyfriends and walking in on them we're, we're talking about I a mean, specific what, issue what, what, what if this guy is lying I mean a gets man sleeping with his girlfriend I find that very hard to believe this could be a situation like how we think people form emails and send them to Juru Psh, I, 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 I don't see it Anyway, this was Nigerian men pouring their heart and souls, and, and, oh, and, and it's shrink. okay for a guy to go and surprise his girlfriend. It's okay for a girl to go and surprise her boy. I just feel like no one is adultery proof. Can I even use the word adultery when it comes to people who are dating? That's fornication right here, straight up fornication. But yeah, no one is immune to. Well, it's not all fornication. There's a girl who took her boyfriend's money to go and plan her wedding. That was in fornication. But, um, yeah, like, she's sleeping with another dude. My point is, women cheat, men cheat. I'm not really sure why there's some some belief. Is it, was, was there somewhere in the Bible or in some book somewhere where they said men do not cheat? I think the problem is maybe men became a bit too cocky and a bit too self-confident in themselves. Um, and I'm talking about men who cheat. So, you know, you have no, men, no, no. you have men who cheat and they find out their women are cheating and all of a sudden it's like what the hell is going on here? I do not advocate cheating in any way. And what's the point? You know, what's, what's the point you're making right now? I'm can I can I just finish before you try and make me feel as if I'm not making any sense here. I'm just I'm just saying if men cheat you know why is it surprising that women cheat too that's all i'm saying but like the whole why this whole stuff is fascinating right because on twitter and everywhere else the consensus is men is scum, Yoruba, demon and all the whatnot so to actually see a thread full of men essentially showing all the quote-unquote women are scum to whatever it is I think that's why it was kind of it is revealing and fascinating to me anyway. So it's uh, it's it's not your run of the mill or this man has done all this stuff to a you know, bad big bad wolf type guy. I don't know if it's because maybe it was just on Twitter that day, but surely we've all heard cheating stories from men about their girlfriends and their wives. I mean, I've personally heard stories of husbands that have caught their wives cheating, and why why they're still with them today is obviously between them. But I've always thought that women cheating in relationships is something that society has already started to um, 
come to terms with. So you're saying these men are just bitching on Twitter for no good reason? I think it was just a threat to see what the worst cheating story was. I don't really think it was about bitching, to be honest. Because the question said, what's the worst... Um, was the worst story or anyway it was about the worst story it was pretty much asking for the worst story so i don't i don't really think it was a bitching contest because i'm sure these men have cried their eyes out or have been sad at, as at the point as at the point that the question was asked and if you notice the person who retweeted it spoke about how men you know never really come and cry about these things so for me i think it's just an avenue to prove that women also cheat but you know, if you're looking at it from another dimension, cheating is bad, we all agree, but these women that were cheating, for instance, the, the lady who was going to take her side boo's money to get married to her main boo, how do we know that, you know, she hadn't told this guy that she wasn't interested, but this guy was feeling himself and he thought that if he kept chasing her, she would agree. Because I, I feel like sometimes, you know, these stories, we see these stories, but we never really know the back, the back story. There's his part. She's probably gonna say her own, you know, her own part. But there's always the truth. I'm just picking that one out because I don't understand how you thought you were gonna collect 800k from someone to add to your wedding. I, I really just don't get it. Maybe you want to give us more context on that story so that we kind of, you know, because I, I don't personally remember that story so much. Pretty much, the guy was saying that he was dating a chick. And they wanted to buy land because they wanted to start their lives together. So he saw land for one million or some amount like that. And then his chick says, no, bring 800k. I saw land somewhere else. If we can buy land cheaper, why don't we, you know, buy that one? But something just told him not to send the money. The main point was she wanted him to send the money to her as opposed to him going to go and pay for the land himself. So because she had found the place, she made it seem like she had the connect for this cheaper land. But something told him not to send it. His spirit, his inner man or his spirit told him not to send it. And then the next thing, this girl goes and gets married. Number number two, how does your girlfriend get married? Your girlfriend in quote, she got married. So it means that you were not speaking to her for a period in time. Because weddings are really busy. So, you know, when she did her traditional wedding or her church wedding she must have been missing yeah, well, I don't think we can start doing forensic on every story that everybody pointed out and obviously there's so many things that happen where you know when you're in it it's so different from somebody that parachutes from the outside and said how didn't you know how couldn't you have known but people lie people tell stories people spin it they're con men they're con women so it's uh, let me give you my own story I just I, I don't have time to type my own in the in Twitter, so I was dating. I was dating someone, right? So we, I guess we've been together for almost like uh, uh, maybe like three to three to six months, yeah, if I remember right. So she wanted to go out with her friends and everything, and I'm like, man, I don't feel like going out. So we're like, okay, I think she even yeah, so she already got ready at my place, dressed up, looking fine and everything. I'm like, all right, all right, you know, go have fun, go kick it with your girls and everything. Yeah, I think she even took my car out, and so she left. But she left her iPad. Right, I know if you have iMessage, your phone is linked to your to your um, to your iPad, so you can see the messages they come in into both um, devices. So, I guess a little bit after she was gone, like you know, the message popped up on the iPad, like um, "Baby, where are you?" I'm like, "Huh?" And it was like a male name. 
I'm like, baby, where are you? I'm like, what the fuck? What's baby? I'm like, right. I'm like, what is this? You know, I'm like, then a couple more messages, you know, back and forth. Oh, I'm, um, what, what is it again? Oh, I'm on my way. I just got stuck somewhere. I'll, I'll soon, I'll, I'll, soon, I'll soon, I'll soon be, be there. We can go to the club. And so I just saw this back and forth. Obviously, I'm, I'm already in it, right? So, you know, I, I message you can go back to history then, you know. And actually, I, I got into a whole tunnel that night, strolling up and seeing all sorts of messages and, you know, kind of just talking about how somebody's filling the blank. Somewhere she said, oh, me and my mom are going to go do this. Then the message was quite clear. Her and homeboy were at his crib doing you know what. So, you know, so these things happen. And essentially, that's how I found out, right, that they were probably having this whole relationship almost like two months into into what we're doing, right? So two months overlap. So essentially, I was clueless. I didn't know there was something going on at the same time till... Till, till I saw these messages and, you know, she's with my car. I mean, so it's, so it's a mess out here, man. So I don't know. Yes, women are scum. I'll say that. Maybe I should go type my own my own to the end of that Twitter thread or whatever. So why did you say something to her when she got back or you just let it go? I don't know. What did I, what did I do again? I think I tried to blank this out. Well... What happened was actually funny enough. The next morning, right, she was supposed to bring the car early in the morning because I had somewhere to go, and she didn't bring the car. So I called. I'm like, you know, bring the car. And obviously, my voice was all like, I was wrong and everything. Why you sound that way? I'm like, just bring, just bring the car. And she brought the car, and I was all icy and everything. And you know, I'm like, just you know, um, dropped, um, dropped, just bring my car. So I was supposed to drop her back home. So it was on the way, it was on the way um, back. Then yeah, I kind of said, you know what, I saw your messages, blah, 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 who is this? And it became a whole brouhaha, nigga, what nigga, it was an ex, was an ex that she got back with, and it's a whole bunch of mess. Obviously, after I dropped that off, it was the end of the story and stuff. We're still friends today, funny story, not friends, friends, but we're still talking every now and then. So, but that's, that's, that's my experience. It's like a movie. You know, it's like when that first message pops in, baby, like your heart cuts and you're like, what the fuck? Then you start scrolling. And I, actually, what is funny, I, if you read, go through the thread, I'm, I'll say about 80% of people cheating was based on like devices and the message popping up or Facebook or whatever. So it's, uh, yeah, so I've been there. Going through someone's messages is a topic for, for a whole nother day. Well, mm. so... If you did not see these messages, then you guys probably have continued. But here's, I, I feel like if someone is cheating, they kind of act differently. So uh, you've not met, you've not met, you've not met, you've not met psychos then. I don't, I don't get how people don't get like vibes or something. Something is always different. Like you, you can tell everything in retrospect. It's different when you're in it. From the outside looking in, you can say, "Oh, I should have no blah blah blah." How many times do you see that um, when you watch the news and you see you see that neighbor when they pick up the, when they pick up his neighbor, like it was such a nice man. We saw him walk his dog. We had no idea that they were running a meth lab out of the house. So you don't know. Somebody else say, "How couldn't you have known? Didn't you see the cars always parked in front of his yard?" Blah blah blah. You don't know when you're in it. It's, it's, know, it's, it's not. It's not clear cut. I get a weird vibe from someone. I'm literally asking, "What's wrong? What's going on?" Like I'm, I'm a very vibey person. So if you're acting different from what I know or from what I'm used to, I'm gonna ask. And you know what? Because I try not to be paranoid, but trust me, if something ends up coming out of it, I'm gonna remember that time when I asked you 
what's going on. Uh, yeah, you're talking down the road now. Well, that's, you're still looking, talking from the outside looking in obviously as time goes on and maybe things are adding up then you start putting the pieces together and maybe one big thing really stands and you find out but a lot of times sometimes you just don't know you don't know well I think one thing I I picked up was even though the stories were kind of gruesome they weren't stories that I hadn't heard guys do to girls I think that was the funniest part I've heard of guys taking money from their chicks to to do other stuff. Uh, the, the, I've heard of girls walk, walking in on their men with other women. Yeah, but... I've heard of girls walking in. I mean, the guy... I still don't believe he gets one story, but I've heard about the guy cheating on his girl with... Yeah, but that's, that's, the, but that's the whole point of this. That's the value proposition here, is that we've heard of the other one. We barely hear of this one. Now, yes, technically, we know. We hear everybody cheats. We know some people who come up with the... Oh, women even cheat mother men, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we have, but we don't really hear men you know, crying about it. We have families that the children don't even belong to the husbands. Yeah, that's what that's what we're saying. Women yeah. women been scum before men were scum. I just say everyone who cheats is scum. It's not yeah. a men are scum, women are everybody <laughs> who cheats is scum. Like if you don't want to be in something and just get out of it. There's no point. Well except you're with you've tried to get out of it and the person you know, it's proving love conquers all things, then I, I don't know what you're going to do about that. Yeah, anyway, the point is, I guess, according to you, men cheat, women cheat, numbers don't lie. I don't know, whatever that was. But yeah, but it was a, it was, it's a different side to hear men tell their story. I've always wondered what makes people cheat, but I guess, I suppose if we're going to dive into that, it will take forever because to get behind the mind of someone who cheats like your partner isn't giving you attention or you're not feeling them anymore it just makes you wonder because i wonder why you go through the whole stress of trying to hide stuff when you can just get out of it and do whatever the hell you want to do that's one's all stories like you said it's not something you just feel about and there's so many different layers to it you know what does Chris Rock say that was that his joke a man is only as faithful as his options so there's so many things play a part in it so uh, if we get down that hole we can go on forever and ever and ever I suppose relationships are just difficult so you know you better be ready before you get into it and if you have a whole lot of options then I feel sorry for you son options are good I don't know about that though that's how people cheat. Yeah, but if you can conquer cheating and your boyfriend's ready to propose, well, how do you feel about a guy proposing to you at uh, at another person's wedding? I don't know why you'd propose to me at another person's wedding. First of all, I don't... People are different. Some people want grand proposals and some people want choir proposals. Some people want intimate proposals. But I feel like a grand proposal is fine as long as you're not encroaching on somebody. A wedding is somebody's happy day for God's sakes. Why would you now want to take it away f- from that person's wedding? This seems to be like a craze. Like um, it was like a picture on um, at Bella Ninja weddings that had a boyfriend who proposed to his girlfriend after she caught the bouquet. So, and it was like a whole big happy um, post on Bella Ninja. You know what, that one is good. I read a story on same Bella Niger about how the best man was officiating the wedding and in the middle of officiating the wedding, he proposes to his girlfriend and announces that they're expecting it. In short, he just did a double whammy. I want to marry you, we're expecting a kid. Why would you do that at someone's wedding? 
Why? Right in the middle of officiating. I guess the spirit of love now, no? The boy, keep your love in your house. Propose to her after. Like, you just don't take it. Is, is it like, is it like it's disrespectful to the, or what's the, what's the point? Is it disrespectful to the people getting married? Is it, what's the, what's the main, what's the main issue with like it? I feel like it's uncouth, or how do you pronounce the word? It's not classy. Not classy. It's no. someone's happy day. Why are you trying to take away from that? Are you taking away or are you adding to it? No, you're taking away. When people are getting married, the wedding day, it's meant to be all about them. But now you're dividing their attention from the couple to your raggedy ass. Yeah, sure, it's a great thing that you're getting married, but you couldn't wait till the next day to propose. You can, and you can tell that it's planned out because that's why you had the ring in your pocket. It wasn't <laughs> spontaneous. You knew what you were doing. Right, right. If it was spontaneous, you wouldn't have a ring. You'd be like, maybe I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I don't have a ring, but I just thought I should ask you now. You had the ring. You waited till your boo caught the bouquet. So she has the flowers and she's looking all good in her nice dress. And then you go down on one knee. Nigger, please. That was planned. You knew exactly what you were doing. And there's free booze. So you don't have to take her to some restaurants and they're bringing champagne and everything. You know. So they're going to be toasting to the couple and they're toasting to so, you on your newfound love. So if your boyfriend proposes to you at a wedding, you won't, you won't accept it? I don't think I will. Well, I, I'd like to believe that my boyfriend knows better than to propose to me at a wedding. So you know what? I don't even think that people should be proposing in public. Alright. And by public, I mean like... I see people proposing at basketball games or weddings or yeah. things like that, you know. Right. And I feel like there's so much pressure on the girl. Of course, it, before you propose, you should have been discussing, you know, getting married. It should be something that's on the radar, right? Obviously. Hopefully, too. But then you propose at a, a game. There's so much pressure, you know. Everyone is screaming, say yes, say yes, say yes. So is, so is the pressure, public pressure you don't like or you don't like the public setting? I feel like for me, I, I'd like to believe that before my boyfriend proposes to me, then we've been talking about it, right? So it probably wouldn't be the pressure. Do you yeah, know what I'm exactly. saying? It would be that, yeah, I want people to share my happy moment, but then there are so many people that I don't even know. Do you get what I'm saying? So what and then you, I feel like it's not intimate. So you want, like, you feel like a private dinner, maybe just your family, his family, stuff like that. So I don't even know if I want my family to be there. <laughs> Can I, can I break the news to them that I'm getting married? You know, that kind of thing. I just say, because I remember, and this is me going off this a little bit, speaking about the pressure bit. All right. I remember seeing something somewhere about a guy who proposed, who proposed to his girl at a basketball game. She says yes, but then they get home and she gives the ring back to him. Because she's like, she only said yes because she didn't want to... Embarrass, embarrass him. him in front of oh, that's, know, a that's, crowd. That's, that's a real one, actually. At least she was not kind enough to like, wait, you know, baby, I'm going to say no, but let me do this for the cameras. Right? You know, that kind of thing. So that's why I'm talking. You better be damn sure that your girl is going to say yes if you're going to do something as public as that. But, you know, back to the wedding. It was definitely planned. You had that ring. So except you're trying to tell me you're the guy who carries the ring in his pockets every day, waiting for the right moment, you know, or just trying to make sure that the, the ring is always with you. I don't understand why you propose a wedding. Why would you do something like that? Yeah, so the good bad gang advice, no proposal at weddings. You know, let the bride be the star. Go go find your own time to like propose. Be happy for them. Yeah. If you propose a day after, people are still going to be happy for you. No, it's, mm. 
it doesn't matter where you propose you guys get engaged and everyone's gonna be happy for you it doesn't take you away from your happiness waiting till the day before you know what you could even propose before the ceremony why mm-hmm. do you choose yeah yeah so uh, good bad gang here no proposals at weddings so um ld do you care about this dummy crane arrests in america for credit for stuff to be honest i'm not a dummy crane fan so i start the whole brouhaha on social media and i could care less really yeah so essentially we don't care So we saw this video on an armed robbery in Owerere. For those who aren't Nigerian, Owerere is the capital of Imo State. It's in southeast Nigeria. So, so what's the story? Because I have a general idea, but I wasn't really concentrating. Okay, this story was all over Instagram and Twitter, and it's like a real gruesome uh, event. Luckily, it was captured by the CCTV and cameras. As she said, it was in a worry. So essentially what we had was, we had the car come in first, right? It was a, I think, Honda Accord. Then maybe a couple of um, minutes after, then you had this other, I guess it was like a Hyundai that came in with like, I guess five armed robbers busted out the car, like shooting immediately. And as they started shooting, there's like a security post on your right. And like one shot came out and hit the driver's uh, the passenger's window of the robbers, right? So immediately one of the robbers started firing into the security house. Even though it's not shown on the video, according to police reports, they killed two other officers that were already in the building. Then the one approached the security uh, post and was shot by the um, policeman, which very brave, very brave guy. Now the issue was he now... We need to clap for him. Well, it's not every day you see Nigerian police like in a act of bravery but anyway so he now after after killing the officer uh, after killing the robber he now runs out right so as he's running out he's back behind the the robber's car you know even though he's not shown the video apparently he shot he's also shot to death and the robber uh, went away like first when I, like you, you actually sent me the video first when I first saw the video it happened so quick I was like how did they rob the bank? Because I couldn't see at the time when they pulled in and pulled out how you were able to get access into the bank and get out of the bank yeah. and rob. Because all I saw them holding was like a black linen bag. Yeah. But with now with reports now, what we find out was that actually that Honda Accord that drove in actually had like um, allegedly had dollars in that in those um, black linen bags. So essentially, that was the job. They trailed them from wherever to the bank. And as they were probably trying to get into the bank, they killed, essentially from the reports, they killed everybody in that Honda Accord, stole the bags, supposedly filled with dollars. And, you know, they took off with one robber um, dead on dead on the scene. So it's like really, you know, as in like a real life movie, essentially, right? I mean, the good thing is they've caught the two main guys, I think, because I saw a picture of the two robbers, you know, the... There was a guy in the traditional outfit who came out from the front of the car. So I saw a picture of him and like another guy that was apparently in the car. I'm hoping it's actually them and not just the police, you know, yeah, so, two people and saying these are people who were in the Yeah, it's very scattered brain the whole 
the whole thing. So I think there were five robbers, right? So four of them took off. Mm-hmm. One one was dead. Yeah. So the 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 crazy thing to me actually was like on the radio, people were debating it or like a host. I can't remember what station I was listening to, but I'm gonna say it was nineteen one point three. I don't know. So the whole debate was should the police officer that killed one of the robbers have stayed in his post or or ran out? I'm not even going to lie. I'll have stayed in my post. I mean, I'm not trying to die or anything, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. I feel like, look, if we're in a society where I knew, like, backup was going to come immediately or something, you know, I might be braver. Do you get I don't know if I'm making any sense. But this is Nigeria. You could call for backup, and for the next two hours, you know, there's some sort of drama about why no backup came. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but they should. I don't know but, but, to die. Yeah, yeah, no, no, nobody wants to die. Not, not in But this is the problem. I think he probably had a better chance staying in the building versus running out. Because what happened? He ran out with his back behind the robbers, right, that were still left. Mm. So obviously, they just if you watch the video, even though the police officer was out of the camera frame, yeah. he saw bullets being shot in that direction, mm. right? So if he stayed in the post, possibly, maybe they come in one by one was, you know, because, you know, the first, after they sprayed into the security house, right, then the, the one in the blue that got killed walked towards the door, probably coming in to finish off everybody else in there. And then he saw his body come out, right? The body came out or something? No, no. He just got, as he was approaching the door, he got shot immediately, right? Prompting the other robbers to come and start. So I'm saying, maybe you could have just stayed. There are so many factors we don't know. Do we know whether the police officer has run out of ammunition or whatever? Exactly. We're speaking based on facts that we saw or we were told you know we don't know the full story we just know what the cctv showed us and what the police is allegedly yeah to yeah but, what, but but now we're looking at it both of us in that situation we're playing everybody's watching movie you're in there what is the best like him uh-huh. r- running running out with your back behind the officers is like you know so i'm not nothing behind the officers behind the um, robbers oh, okay. there's no way you could have lived you could have survived survived that so nothing is that i just Officers even properly trained. Do they know in in that kind of scenario what is the best option? Really Have they run if, drills? If an officer is properly trained in Nigeria, seriously. Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, why not? Uh, do they, don't, they, don't they have the um, Nigerian Police Academy? I'm just saying. I feel I like that answer is very you know it's very out there already. No, because for, for, let me tell let me tell you a story. Like now, where um, where where we live, right? It's kind of I guess. There are still a lot of uncompleted houses and buildings around, right? So when you have that kind of situation, you're gonna have some people that's, you know, some miscreants, whatever, living in because you still have a lot of shack houses or whatever, because not every plot of land has been like properly developed, right? So more important moving in, they were like, you know what, we're gonna need security in this place. So one of the stuff like, okay, can we get the police detail or whatever, right? So even when the police came, they did an inspection and they're like, okay, you know what, this is what we need. We need um, like a house somewhere this way to provide um, to provide um, cover for us and stuff. So they have some form of training. When they want to protect somewhere, they have some form of, we need this, we need that. They have protocol. So saying that they don't get trained at all is not, you know, because at least from personal experience, they do have a level of training and what to expect in different situations. So here's what I think. There's training and then there's training. They probably get the most basic training or maybe it depends on what 
is it um, what outfit you're in? I'm not sure how the police works, really. But I'm not trying to say the police does not work. The police works if they want to. For instance, my auntie had an episode and it took them a while, but we were very surprised that they caught the person who robbed her and duped her of her money. So I'm not trying to say that they don't get trained to some extent. Do you get what I'm saying? But I feel like it also depends. The police in Lagos might be better trained than you know, in another state. And I'm not even trying to look down at any other state. I'm just trying okay, to... Okay, yeah, that's, that's fair, 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 fair game. Maybe Lagos, but let's try and to... And who knows, the policemen in Abuja might be better trained than the ones in Lagos even because, you know, they're in the capital. Right. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, if you you send police details, your work is to protect the bank, right? You should have... You should have um, protocol. This is what happens. This is the number you dial. Things like... I, I remember even... We ended up not getting the security um, police details anyway, but like, man, don't police wala. So even got like a security company, right? So the first thing I even asked the security guys, okay, they sent some guys over. I'm like, okay, if Amrabas come here, what is your protocol? What is the uh, Oga, you know, owner tell you to do? The guy looked at me and said, uh, I don't know. And there we have it. So I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? You're coming from a security out. So it was a whole like, had to call their boss and so it's like you know so anyway so it's uh or maybe they, they train them and they don't listen i mean you in offices you know you have people you train who don't pick up stuff or who aren't listening so maybe it's the same thing i don't know where your life is at your, your security <laughs> or your like your life could be at risk i think you have you'll listen but funny enough nothing they brought up in the another thing that was brought up was the, the recklessness of um Nigerian uh, robbers that you know if it's the US now people you know you're watching the when you watch the movies they are somebody that's sitting around the table looking at um, the schematics of, uh, of the place and saying okay it we're going five minutes, five minutes to come in there the alarm goes off blah 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 you do Jackie Chan and then you escape and you know like yeah Oshé, exactly honest. exactly but Nigerian police, Nigerian robbers were just shooting and killing and spraying. So I'm like, you know, this is what people are missing, right? We're thinking about in the US, if a robber kills a cop, he's a cop killer. And you don't want to be a cop killer because when you kill a cop, you're going to have every single policeman in that state, in that region, looking for you. And probably the others are, you know, is labeled as armed and dangerous, so there's license to shoot at sight. So as an armed robber, you kill a policeman, you know you're looking for deep, deep trouble. What if it was a dirty cop? What do you mean it was a dirty cop? Dirty cop or no dirty cop? If you kill a policeman in the U.S., you're looking for trouble. It's going to be a super, super manhunt. That's, so that's essentially why you don't kill them because you're trying to get away with your crime. You're not trying to get caught. So the, the better chance of you not getting caught and not having all that heat on you is you don't kill a cop. Even when you do the robbery at the same time too, you try not to leave any um, casualties. Because well, obviously the, the charges are different, right? For just, um, I don't know, with last and whatever it is, you know, just stealing regular or like killing, using deadly force, whatever it is. So the, so the sentencing comes harsher depending on what you do. So essentially, 
if you can commit the crime as simple as possible, not shoot anybody, blah, blah. You say, at worst, if I get caught, I only do what, they say, five years and I'm out, blah, blah, blah. But in Nigeria here, they don't care what, what, what is the consequence. So they, when they come out, they spray everybody and their mama that is in, that's in, that's in sight because whatever, it doesn't change the, pr- the value proposition for them, of them escaping, of them getting caught, whatever. So as, as far as they say, it, they kill anybody in sight, they take their loot and they're out. So... It's uh it's part of the whole rule of law, I guess. That's that's the that's it. Not like the Nigerian rubber can't, you know, think carefully and plan a heist. Nah, it just doesn't matter. The easiest way is to get in there with your gun, spray everybody dead, and take the cash. But it was a real terrible, terrible step. And more than likely, it's probably an inside job, right? Because how you know they're carrying dollars to go deposit so, yeah, and training them, so... What if it was a dirty cop? Because, yeah, I don't know anything. I, I know Diddley Squat about America. Maybe I watch too much TV. But I do watch a lot of shows where the cops are dirty and I'm probably working with the bank robbers. So I'm asking what if it was a dirty cop. So you shoot a cop and you can prove that he was, you know, whatever, one of you guys. I used to live a labeled cop killer. That's what I'm... That's you killed you killed the cop, you killed the cop. Before they find out it's a dirty cop, they finally shot you dead. Maybe they do the investigation and find out the cop that you killed was dirty. That one doesn't consign them. You're a robber, you killed the cop. So they shoot you instead of taking you to court is what you're telling me. I'm saying that. No, you said because they, they already shoot you dead. Yeah, so I'm saying this big scenario is this. Once you kill a cop, right? Even if you watch all the movies, they're going to say armed and dangerous. So when you see somebody's armed and dangerous... So you're already coming in with your guns drawn. So more than likely, any resistance, they're going to shoot you and they're going to be justified because you've already killed a cop already. So you're already a preeminent threat to it, to all the officers approaching and you killed one of their own. So even if the cop is dead, you've killed one of their own already. So if I'm saying that you already be dead, this is just a scenario, you can still be, even if you surrender, you, you take your job, whatever. But I'm saying that you can already be dead before you find out that you killed a dirty cop or whatever it is, it doesn't still change or mitigate what you have, uh, what you have done as a bank robber or whatever. But it was a real, like it was a real, it was a real gruesome stuff. Like actually watching, like you can actually see the robber taking his last breaths. You know, you can just ter- terrible. Terrible. I feel like there's something wrong with me, or I'm just desensitized. Maybe I just seen too many videos like that because I'm just like, no. yeah, no. that was bad. Can we do something better about security in Nigeria? That's how it felt for me. I don't know, man. This is the first time I've really seen, like, a, I guess, Tango, we now have CCT cameras in almost everywhere. But this is the first time I've actually seen, it, like, a Nigerian rugby on tape. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. I think that's why I also made all the rounds on um, Instagram and Twitter, because this is the first time I actually capture it and you see it, like, in real life. You see the bullets flying and stuff, so... It's uh, yeah, man. RIP to all the all the victims, and you know, we give a lot of um, trash to our police officers. But you know what? Good, bad, and ugly. You know that officer, you know, fought for his life, tried to protect the you know his station and whatever. So, you know, hopefully they get better trained and stuff. Funny enough, this actually reminds me of. Um, um, another tweet that you sent of people talking about. I was gonna um, say, speaking of trash, let me tell you why people think Nigerian police are trash. All right, speak on it. So there's a Twitter, there's a Twitter handle, um, FK Abudu. We'll put it in the description. She tweeted about her experience with the Nigerian police forensics. 
I'm going to tell you how the story went. She goes, let me tell you about my encounter with the Nigerian police. Thieves got into my mom's school and stole things from the computer room. Computers, ACs, ETC. When the police came to inspect, they saw a footprint on one of the swivel chairs. Aha! Evidence, they said. So they wanted to take the chair to carry out further investigations. One week passed. Z. Two weeks passed. Z. Long story short, we went to the police station and saw the receptionist swinging on the chair. At that, that already killed me. The reception said, we don't forensic and finish. We don't find anything. <laughs> to top it off, they asked my sister to pay 3000 for the chair because it was part of a crime scene. Your policemen are finished, let me tell you. Someone like her, she's going to say Nigerian policemen after. I don't even understand. What, what, what does without forensic come finish me? You know, to me... What, 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 what's but, that? But, but on, on a serious note, though, like... Nigeria, we know we don't have database, right? Every time they're asking for census, every every little thing, be you come and collect biometrics, right? So there's really no database. So what? Tell me what they were going to do with <laughs> footprint on the chair. No, what were they going to go match it? Were they going to find the you know like if it was CSI? They say, oh, you know no, the, 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 the tracks from this <laughs> can they come from a Nike, uh, and uh, from the LeBrons, and 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 it's a size and it's a size and it's a size fourteen. There are only five people in the in the country. <laughs> they are less, so let's cross match it by and uh, voila. Oh, it must be just two people. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. That's so 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 for them to actually. Like be expecting something out of the police, come on, man. No, to add, oh, but we just spoke about how you know the police should be trained and to add insults to injury, even if they had nothing, and I mean nothing. Why did they put the swivel chair in the reception for the receptionist to sit? I'm sure she, I'm sure she didn't have chair before now, so when yes. the, when the <laughs> so the chair from someone's no, but case is what, and you know, ask the owner to pay money to get their chair back. That's, that's why a lot of people when they have. Voila, you going to police, yeah, introducing the different element to it because it's one money after the other for you for you to for you to get your case. Yeah, like I for said, case solved. I'm not I'm not even trying to be funny. I know the police works if they want to work, you know. When you I said something. They want to that's work. one thing. I said something earlier about my auntie. So someone duped my auntie off money. She was retiring and she wanted to set up her own outfit. So she gave some guy money to do some stuff for her, right? Nice. This guy disappears with the money. So luckily, you know, she had details of the guy. I think she had pictures or whatever. So she reported to the police station. Honestly, she wasn't really expecting much out of it. You know when you just do due diligence and say, yeah, I reported the case to the police. So she had forgotten about the money and everything. It took them about eight months, but they caught the guy. Okay. They didn't catch the guy in Lagos. They caught him in some other state. Okay. I think what flawed her was these people had pictures of him in different places, talking to different people, doing different things. So uh, the, uh, the police had... Yeah, and okay. you know, my auntie is in the police station like, wait. People do police work. Yeah, she's like, you guys can actually do your work. All right. And they caught the guy. They brought the guy into the station. They called my auntie. They're like, do you know this guy? She's right. like, you know they did? Like, right, she right, felt right. like she was in a movie. Right, right, right. So just something. But I don't know if she had to pay a bit extra for them to you know, work properly. Right. Or if someone she knew, knew someone in the police force. Right. I'm just trying to say that they have the capability to be sensible. Right. I feel like something just needs to push them. Mm. And another scenario is my mom's brother, I'm going to bring this close to home. My mom's brother got kidnapped. 
Right. And the police found him. Mm. Granted, they were stupid because the robbers were stupid. You mean? No, the the police. The kidnapper, it's the police, right? So this is it. Um, you know where you want to do the exchange. So the kidnappers say, "You give us the ransom, and we give you the person back." So my uncle's son went with some money. You know, and they had told him, if you bring cops and whatever, we'll kill him. Right, right. So they did the exchange of money. But because it was only half, you know, they didn't release my uncle. Where I'm going to is, when the police found the kidnappers and recovered the money till today, my uncle hasn't got his the money, money back. back. So why you say the police is stupid? <laughs> so the, police, the police has joined kidnapper now and collect ransom. No, the police found the money. It's in their station. They are keeping it as... Evidence. evidence, sure. <laughs> you know, my uncle is like, Give me can I have my money? Like, mm. if you want me to pay you out of this money, no problem. But because it was a lot of money, right. and that's what I'm trying to say is the police. I don't know if you have to pay them extra, or if you must know someone, right. or if you have to be a big personality. I mean, look at all these people that they kidnapped. They say Jonathan's son was, uh, our mother was. They find them, right? Right. So it makes you wonder. Might How so. do you reconcile? We don't forensic and finish. Is it because she's not a big madam? Are you trying to tell me that if it was somebody else, she would have gone into the station and seen a receptionist sitting on her chair right. and but, just swinging around? Like yeah, but, but I, I don't think in Nigeria we really have any forensic labs or stuff like that. Plus, we don't have we don't have the database of people yeah, and stuff, so that, that makes it. And even let me even give you a story. Okay, if, if wait, we don't wait, have a database, then where do we have a forensic team? Okay. Even even I was reading even the University of Ibadan they have um they have a degree in um in forensic. forensic so yeah. uh, anyway, but I think sometimes too when we watch all these movies and CSI, mm. we, we take it too far. It, it's really not that because I remember when I was in college, right? So one of my friends he got his car broken into and went to the car. So college is university, right? Yeah, so college. Thing, I college is university. Yeah. So anyway, so. My fo- my friend got his got um, his car got broken into right they like jacked his mm-hmm. stereo and everything so he when he looked into the car uh, we all saw like a fingerprint and we're like man nobody touch it nobody touch it <laughs> like, like you know so we called the cops and everything and the cops you know took pictures and everything and he was now like ah aren't you guys going to lift the um, the fingerprint the like- fingerprint and you know the cops were like man look I don't know about that CSI stuff you guys watch. But usually, from we don't like go through this because this stuff costs money. So unless it's like a major crime, murder, whatever, that's what I'm saying. So like for this, we're just gonna take um, pictures and you know we're gonna write a report and if anything turns up, we'll get back. Turn to, up. We'll get back to you. So it's not all the stuff where you think of oh, any small thing. They're there and they're dusting with dust and but collecting collecting fingerprints and all Madame, that stuff. So there's nothing we can it, do. It doesn't doesn't work that way. I mean, yeah. like you know what. You just be upfront, madam. There's nothing we can do next time. Install CCTV or something. Do you get what I'm saying? I just feel like it's fine if I um, we don't have a database. Yes, that's fine. We probably don't have the capability to do these things. And you know what? You are that is training people on forensics. They're probably not actually expecting them to you know go find jobs in that field. But I think what got me the most was the fact that someone was sitting, not just sitting, someone was using a piece of the evidence. I mean, that's what I'm flying. Can, can you honestly say you're really shocked about that Nigerian police? Nothing they can tell you about Nigerian police will shock you now. Okay. Oh, okay. 
okay, so when I was saying, you know, these people are trash, you were going up. No, not trash now, but what I'm saying that that's what made. And that's why everybody's saluting this police officer. We hear about all that stuff no when the up, robbers come and, you know, you call the police and till the robber leaves, that's when the police now shows up. So this is one time where we see police officer in action and essentially dying at his, uh, at his job. Oh, you know what? There's something so, I just remembered. Apparently the guns that the robbers were using were stolen from policemen. Stolen. I'm, I'm, you know, right. I'm doing the whole quote and unquote. Right. So maybe they were stolen. Maybe it was actually. Right. Look, look, in weeks to come, a lot of other, you know, the way it works, two things happen. This, everybody forgets about this and Which it disappears. Or, you know, as time goes on, people keep on digging. We're going to get more and more and more and more of, uh, I guess it all of what was going on. on. Those dollars were stolen. I mean, someone has dollars in this economy. That's just. Anyway, what I want to say is anyway, salute, you know, RIP to all those involved. Um, you know, it was terrible and, you know, I guess I could say you go better. Maybe one day a Nigerian police will get their act together and I like how we can say maybe on. one day in this country. But, you know, maybe well, one day. What do you want to say? Maybe two. Uh, no, I'm not, I, I, I even just, you know, I just don't say maybe one day. I just... You just want to shrug your head. We'll see what happens. Because I'm sure I've been hearing maybe one day since I was a kid. I don't know if I'm going to hear it when I'm 90. It's like how they say the children are the future and Buhari is still leading us. But I guess he's doing the best he can. Why are you dragging Buhari into this one now? I'm just, making, putting, putting I'm just making a point that we keep hearing the same thing. I have a dream one day you go better, that the one day are the, future. the children it's of this great nation will look forward to a much brighter future. One day fully utilize the resources of this great nation to its full potential. I have a dream. One day, one day, ego better. So, LD, what's our Jura Pick of the Week? Uh, so, for the Jura Pick of the Week, there's an interesting story some girls sent in. So, I'm just going to say it again. Jura is a love doctor and he's a social media psychologist. People send him emails about their problems, you know, maybe in school or in their relationship, whatever it is. We don't know the backstory of these people. He, he just puts up the emails and he asks what people think. So this week, some girl sends an email titled, Jero, please share. Give me your number also so we can talk. My father begged me to let him sleep with my friend for one million naira and the BMW to take to school because I'm carless. He said he would give me 500k if I agree, and the rest after he has had her. My father and I have a very funny relationship. He's like a brother to me. He left my mom and came back when I was 13. He's an amazing man. He takes care of my brother and myself, but he cheats on my mom. My mom doesn't know, but I've gone through his phones. He came to me with this. Okay. He saw my friend in person and stalked her on Instagram. To be honest, I'm broke and my mother gives me 30k a month. That money is too small. I'm seriously considering it. Because that my friend likes older men and won't mind. So yeah, I'm reading this really weird because I don't understand the punctuations. I'll keep 900k and give her 100k. But I feel I'm going to betray my mom. What if my dad starts liking her and wants to marry? Chases my mom away. My mom will be homeless or husbandless. Jero, what should I do? I'm broke and I need that car on campus. 
Yeah, to me, this makes totally no fucking sense. Like, number one, right? Your dad is amazing. He takes care of you and your brother. Yet, it's your mother that is giving you 30K. So, your dad is taking care of you, cannot give you money. And you're broke. And he's an amazing man. I don't get that. So, I don't relationship. I can't imagine my parents coming to, to ask me, oh, that, that's your friend is fine. Oh, can you hook me up? It's like, it's the absurdity in the whole thing is just, I don't even know where to start from. And and if your friend, can your friend be your friend if she's willing to sleep with your dad? Is that a friend? Uh, I, don't I don't know if I've been in Nigeria for too long or, I, I don't, or maybe I have a genuine problem. Because once again, this is not a shocking Mail. It's a funny mail, but it's not shocking. I'm not going to say any names, but I'm sure a lot of us know the story of a rich, famous Nigerian man who is married to a girl who is, he's twice her age. And apparently, she was a friend of one of his daughters. Like, she used to come to his home all the time. Why are we, why are we not saying names yet? I beg, I don't want problems. <laughs> <laughs> so she used to come to his home all the time. And he saw this babe. And he's like, ah, this girl, you're fine, no? You know, that kind of thing. I'm sure people know who I'm referring to. You know, she was a, I think she was a Unilag babe. He pulled her up from Squalos. And she married her friend's dad. So technically, she's her friend's stepmom. I don't know if they're still friends, but this baby is living the life. I mean, another hint is that she just celebrated her 40th birthday. All right. So you can, and, and this guy, he's, I, I don't know, maybe he's in his 80s, and they just had a wedding mm. for one of his daughters. I'm just. Uh, all right, guys, uh, they're, they're laying the, the breadcrumbs. You can go, you know, so, go get your Google on. So what this is, and I'm sure this man did not offer his daughter one million. Yeah, but so that's that's the whole thing, right? I can say okay, like the story now of the famous Nigerian that we, we shall not speak his name. That's not so absurd in the sense that okay, yeah, maybe if you go meet that girl now, she'll tell you that me and that girl were not really friends. We we're just in the same school, blah blah blah. But it's a whole different thing where your dad comes to you and say, "Get this girl for me." I'll give you money. Essentially, be a pimp for me. I, I think the craziest thing is, because you said, is the girl really her friend and she's willing to sleep with her dad, right? Right. Also, I don't even think we should be looking at that. Well, is this girl really that girl's friend if she's considering it? Yeah, I guess nobody's friend. So we should not even, like, let's forget about the, the other friend. This girl is considering, she's like, I'll keep 900K and give my friend 100K. My friend likes dating older men, so she might not mind. So this girl is even the problem, because she's considering it. I mean, the only thing that he's doing now is, ah, my mom might be chased out of the house if he starts liking. The girl herself is not weird. You know, the irony about this is, or maybe this story might not be real, because I remember distinctly when I was driving home, the exact same scenario somebody sent into this radio show. But the difference with that scenario was she actually... She sent because her dad refused to give her money, right? Her dad was stingy or whatever. So she but, sent her friends to sleep with her dad. Yes, yeah, because her dad, instead of giving the children money, he used to spend it on it. She was like, okay, I know how to get money from my dad or my, my friend. Go and do something. Whatever money he gives you, we split it. Now, to the story sent to the, um, to the radio station, her friend got pregnant for her father. 
right? And her father wants to marry her, kicking her mother out. So she was like, she doesn't know what to do. She should tell her mother that she was the one that brought someone to break up their home, blah, blah, blah. So to me, the stories are so seemingly, so eerily similar that, or let's maybe this whole stuff is just going, everybody's doing this in Lagos now. Look, I feel like um, this is Lagos. Things, they happen. This is Nigeria. Things, yeah, they happen. I guess. Lagos is I, moving. I, Nigeria I, is moving. I guess. People are looking for money. I guess. So, but, you know. But it's just crazy. Like, your dad essentially asking you to be a pimp. That's essentially what it is. You break it down. Your dad asking you to be a pimp. And, you know, it's it, like... You know what? It's like we say, we don't know the backstories of these people. Man, I don't need the backstory. Just, no, no, I, I don't need the backstory here, like man. This. We don't know the backstories of these people. They just send the emails in. But I feel like if your dad feels comfortable asking you to be a pimp, then you guys must have had some weird-ass relationship. Yeah, that's that's what she was trying to hint at with the whole... She's like, he's like my brother. Even if they've been doing weird stuff like this before. Yeah. It's I, just that this one is hitting too close to home for her. Yeah, that's one. I don't care. Like, I'm not I'm not ready. We're just going to do face value as we read it when there's no, there's no deep dive in here. I'm just going upon what she sent into Dora. I don't care, whatever story they've been doing with each other before it's just no i don't just think they cr- have been doing something together i just mean see i'm not gonna feel comfortable asking you to do something if it's not something what i'm saying is this man has has probably been using her as a pimp before but because now it's her friend he won't just wake up today and tell uh, her i'm still it doesn't matter now i don't care whether they've been doing it since yesterday i'm still i'm saying that it's just it's just the problem that you are your dad's pimp maybe he, he used to ask her to do randos before and now this time he specifically wants her friend and it's not even like okay let's say I want you to be a pimp essentially because it's not like oh I like your friend or my dad is everybody knows my dad is a is that kind of you know guy that's all around even maybe the mother turns the side eye this one is bring that girl for me for cash and the car right and she's she's broke and your dad doesn't help you out but he's saying bring me that girl and I'll give you money I don't know it's just uh, no she didn't think her dad doesn't help out she said her mom gives her money but the money is too small the money is too small why is that dad not giving her money to supplement it maybe the girl worked out on her now you see you came back at 13 I'm just saying anyway it's a fucked up situation all around it's definitely a fucked up situation but I can't feel sorry for her because if she's considering it well, we just, just can't. I'm not sorry for anybody here. We're just reading the absurdity of the whole thing. I, I can't because, I mean, it's a messed up situation, but hmm. I, do you know what? I feel like sometimes people sending these emails, they already know what they're going to do. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, if you if you if you read it and you believe in the veracity of this stuff, then some people just want to say it out loud. Yeah. Because sometimes it, some like the craziness around you, you have nobody to speak to. You know how they say you have to speak to a stranger about your problem and put close to you. So if I want to believe all of this is true, it's one of those stuff is a sounding board. I throw it out there, and and, running, and I free myself from it. The running theme I've seen with people who send messages to Jura, I know people will insult me. But I just wanted to let you know, or I just wanted to ask you for your advice. So at the end of the day, they still want Jero's advice. They know people in the comment section, you know. Yeah, I I don't know what Jero tells to them behind the scenes or whatever it is. But anyway, I think uh, that's the Jero pick of the week for mod scintillating, um, what do we call this? Since emails, yep. problems. Problems, yeah. I'm good to um, Jero and you can. As read the... Jero, almost, we'll put it in the description box yeah. so you can see. Yeah, so LD, I think it's about that time we get out of here.
So thank you guys for listening. Follow us on social media. It's Good Bad Gang everywhere, even on SoundCloud. Listen, put your comments in the comment section so we know exactly what you think of the episode you just listened to. Soon will be available on iTunes for you to download. We can't wait. Yay! Yay! And that's it from all of us here. This one for real is if your girl a look good and she never boring, then you know that a really good vibe. And she cook your good food and she always caring, then you know that a really good vibe. If your man didn't love you real good in a bed, then you know that a really good vibe. And him I give you full satisfaction, my girl, then you know.